Welcome to the Let's Get Vulnerable podcast with me, your host, Dr. Morgan Anderson, clinical psychologist, relationship coach, love expert, creator of the ESL relationship method, and athletic wear connoisseur. My mission is to help you raise your self-worth, have great relationships, and step confidently into the next level of your life. Each week, two episodes will air featuring expert advice, live coaching, and tips showing you exactly how to improve your life and attract great relationships. You deserve to feel empowered, secure, and loved. So buckle up and let's get vulnerable. Are you tired of investing your time and your energy into relationships that go nowhere and you know deep down the common denominator is you. You have awareness that whatever you're doing right now in relationships is not working, it's not serving you, and you are ready to take ownership of this area of your life and finally learn how to embody a securely attached, confident woman who can attract a great relationship. If that's you, I have a very special invitation I want to invite you to apply to the Empowered, Secure, and Loved program. This is a program designed to help you no matter your attachment style, no matter your relationship past, it will help you move to secure attachment so that you can show up confident, you can communicate well, you can navigate any kind of conflict, and you can create that relationship that you've always wanted while simultaneously having high self-worth and high levels of self-love. If that's you and you know that in 2022, you are ready for a great relationship and you're committed to getting there, I want to personally invite you to apply to the ESL program Use the link in my Instagram bio. On Instagram, it's at Dr. Morgan Coaching, DR Morgan Coaching. And the link is also in the show notes. Spots are extremely limited. So go apply now to reserve your spot and start your journey to high self worth and great relationships. It's your host, Dr. Morgan. And I am thrilled for today's episode. This actually came out of the Successful Women Great Relationships. Facebook community that we have. I love this community. Everyone in there is supportive. They're all on the same path. We started it and it had like 100 people and now we're at 3,000 people. And it's just amazing to see women supporting women. People will post in there about what's going on and then I'll see some replies. I do my best to reply as much as I can And then whenever I do like a free training or um, a three-day challenge or something like that, being in that community ensures that you are among the first people to get access so you don't miss anything that I'm doing. Um, If you haven't already, definitely go join us in the Facebook community. It's just Successful Women, Great Relationships. The link is in my Instagram bio as well. But I think you'll get a lot of value and There's just something really great about knowing that you're not alone. I know when I was going through a lot of my turmoil in my dating life in my early 20s, 
It was pre-Instagram, really. It, remember, Instagram was just like selfies or pictures of food. There wasn't all the education and there wasn't the same amount of community online that there is now. So I love that this community is available. Go in there, connect with people, and make sure that you also support someone else. If you see someone in there, make sure you send them some love. Doesn't it feel good when we get to support other people? (laughs) I think it feels so good. All right. I went on a tangent, but just want to make sure that you knew about it. The question I saw in the Facebook community broke my heart, and it made me realize that I needed to talk about this topic more in depth on the podcast. The question was, but how can you have a great relationship when you've never had one before and you don't have any models in your life of what a great relationship even looks like. So the question is like, well, how do I even do this if I've never done it before and I've never even seen it? Maybe some of you feel that way. It's that that question of like, but how do I do something I've never done before? What if it's not available to me? What if there's something wrong with me that prevents it for being available to me? Or maybe you have thoughts like, it's easy for everyone else, or, oh, it's available to her because she had a great family life. Oh, it's easy for her because her family has lots of money. Or, oh, yeah, of course, he's in a great relationship. He has his parents who have been married for 50 years. Like we see people do it and we come up with reasons why it's easy for them. And then if we're not careful, we'll build a narrative around why it's unavailable for us. So what I want to say to you is, what if it was available to you? What if a great, healthy, intimate, close, connected relationship, what if that was all available to you? And if you've never thought about it, I want you to just take a moment right now. Envision what would that relationship feel like? What what would it look like in day to day? What would your days be like having that partner? How would you feel? How would it impact your work life, your friendships, your family life? How would it impact your energy? How would it impact your values and what's important to you? How would it impact your traveling, your holidays, right? Like, just take a moment and just feel into what would that be like if I was in a great relationship and I had an incredible partner and I felt securely attached and things were easy, right? Just feel it in your body. And then what I want you to realize is there's nothing wrong with you. You're not broken beyond repair. And this is such a 
topic that's near and dear to my heart because, you know, when I, I hit rock bottom, had gotten out of a relationship with a narcissist that lasted a year and a half. And by the time that relationship was done, I had no self-worth. I was completely isolated from my friends and my family. I walked on eggshells at all time and I was hypervigilant. The kind of hypervigilance where if I heard a door slam, you know, I'm jumping straight up, right? Like this is a, a physiological way of being that completely wears you out. I know a lot of you can relate. And I didn't recognize myself when I looked in the mirror. My body didn't feel good. I didn't have much joy or excitement in my life. I was horribly depressed. And my rock bottom moment was filling out a police report for what my then boyfriend had done. And I remember just in that moment being like, I cannot live this way. I cannot be in if if this is what a relationship is, I can't be in a relationship. And I if I do continue, I don't think I'm going to live much longer. And what came out of that is I said, okay, I'm going to make a commitment to myself that I want to figure out how do you have a great relationship. I see other people doing it. I know it must be possible. I even know some people in my family who seem like they enjoy their partner and their partner's kind to them and they build a family together. And I I think it's possible. And at that time, it was so hard for me to think that it was available to me that I said, I don't know if, if I'll ever have it for myself. It may never happen for me is where I was at. But I said, regardless, I just want to figure it out. Because I spent, you know, a decade dating these really um, emotionally unavailable and at times abusive and toxic people, right? And I said, I just want to figure it out. If I could just figure it out, that would mean a lot, even if it doesn't happen for me. So that's how I started. I didn't even have the belief that it was available for me, but I just knew that it could happen. And I said, I will study everything that I need to in order to learn what are the ingredients and, and how do you have a great relationship, right? And hey, here we are. You know, I dedicated myself to couples therapy at the time and emotionally focused therapy and read everything I could about how to have healthy couple functioning. And then around the same time, I immersed myself in attachment theory research. And for me, that was when a lot of light bulbs started going off about the connection between childhood and adult relationships, right? So Going through what I did led me to the discovery of what is now called the Empowered, Secure, and Loved program, which is essentially the framework for moving yourself 
from whatever attachment style you currently have to becoming that version of you that's confident, that's securely attached, that can attract a great, healthy relationship where you can grow with that person. Um, And now all the evidence that I have that includes wonderful relationships I've been in in my current relationship with an incredible partner um, and all of the relationships I've seen my clients enter, now there's all this evidence that I know with 100% certainty that no matter what your past has been like, you are not too broken. It is not too late. A healthy, great relationship is available to you. And it starts with the belief and it starts with asking that question, well, what if it was available to me? What if I was deserving of it? What if it did feel really good and relationships felt easy and I could grow in intimacy with my partner? What would that look like? Because when we're operating with the belief system that love is pain, intimacy is scary, I do not dare let myself be fully seen or fully known because I'll be rejected or I'll be abandoned, right? When we're operating with these false belief systems, when we're, when we're operating with a dysregulated attachment system, whether it's anxious, avoidant, or disorganized, we're blocking ourselves from welcoming in a healthy, great relationship. And sometimes what happens is, you know, we have the belief that it's not available and specifically that it's not available to us, right? And then we seek out things in our environment to confirm that. So to the person who says, you know, what about if you've never had it before, right? Like, like if it's never happened for you before, my answer is all that means is you have some real deep belief work and that, that there are things that need to change, but it is absolutely available to you. So And I understand if you had told that to me in my early 20s and you're like, oh, belief work, whatever, I might not have liked it. (laughs) I'm like, yeah, it's like kind of woo-woo. It's kind of, you know, I'm not not really buying it. So what I wanted to do is actually talk to you a little bit about some of the science and how relationship models are actually so impactful. So I am going to dive into that a little bit. I I want you to think about this. You have a model for what a relationship is. It's just like, in another word, I, I use, there's a few different words that I use for model. So let's just nail that down, actually. So model, paradigm, or template. Those are all interchangeable, different words to describe the same concept. For our purposes, I'll use the word model. Keep it simple. But anyways, you have a model 
And that is the thing that determines your behaviors, your thoughts, your ways of being, right? It it determines how you show up. Just like you have a model for what it is to be a good sister, right? Or you have a model for what it is to succeed in whatever career that you're currently in, right? If I'm a lawyer, I have a I have a model of, oh, well, what does a lawyer do and how do they do it and how should they behave? And, and you've probably been taught in higher education, what are your guidelines and best practices, right? Like there's a model that's created. There's other models about um, how we should treat I'll, I'll actually, I'm trying to think what would be most helpful. There's models about like how to go through life when it comes to family relationships and taking care of your parents, right? In Europe, there's the model of you live at home until you're married. And even when you're married, the family continues to be very close and very integrated, right? So that that's a different model. That's a different way of being. And people accept that as the norm, right? Whereas in the US, if you are living at home and you're 37, there's going to be some, you know, and there, not everybody, right? But like some people are going to have something to say about that. And it's just a different model. So having a relationship model that was not intentionally created, right? Like ways of being in relationships that you did not intentionally choose and it was not intentionally created is going to get in the way of you having the relationship that you want to have. So how is our relationship model created? By early experiences. So by the ways that our caregivers treat us. And also by what we witness in relationships, right? So, for example, the relationship that your mom and your dad have, that's going to influence you. And additional research points to our relationship models being influenced by friendship and by early romantic relationships, right? Particularly some of your your early on romantic relationships some of your first romantic relationships do have an impact on your relationship model so let's say you get in your very first relationship you're 16 years old and what happens is the person you're dating is also dating someone else at the same time unbeknownst to you and asks you both to the school dance and you both show up and there's a huge drama. Oh my gosh, he's been dating us both at the same time. And you find out, guess what? That left an impact on your relationship model. You're taking that with you to, to frame what you know to be true about relationships in your behaviors, and your beliefs, and the people you are attracted to are more likely to align with that model. So this is why doing the work that we do 
inside of the Empowered Secure Love program is so transformational because it's not just about the awareness of what has happened, but it's about creating a new model and a new relationship framework that you choose where you get to show up as securely attached. And what are some of the core things? And I've done this long enough. I know what these things are, right? When people talk about what they want in their ideal relationship, they want to feel emotionally safe. They want to be able to express themselves and to know that they're not going to be invalidated. They're not going to be gaslit. They want to be able to share what they're experiencing and know that it's safe to do that. What else do they want? They want reciprocal emotional investment. They want to know that while they are investing emotionally in the relationship, their partner is as well, so that you have that feeling of co-creating a secure attachment. They want to feel intimacy. They want to feel closeness with their partner right? And there's there's so many ways that that happens by being vulnerable with our stories, by sharing how we're feeling, by physical intimacy and physical connection. Um, There's so many ways that we explore intimacy in a connection. And you want to have a relationship where intimacy is a norm and part of the relationship culture. And people typically will talk about wanting a partner who wants to grow together and someone who wants to have shared experiences. This includes travel, having a family, going on your weekend farmer's market trips together. It's that desire for partnership and for shared experiences, right? Maybe you relate to some of what I just shared, right? Um, And that's people are able to identify what it is that they want. And then here's where it gets really juicy is you identify, well, what kind of relationship is necessary to support that, right? And then you start thinking about how do I have to show up and who do I have to become in order to create that kind of dynamic. And what we realize is there's there's some core things. And that includes you having high self-worth, embodying secure attachment, learning assertive communication, learning how to set boundaries, right? Being able to do pacing of emotional investments. So you're not overly investing up front or you're not holding back and never getting close to someone, but learning how to gather the data in a relationship so that you can pace your emotional investment, right? And when we realize, oh, there's these core internal shifts that we make that then help us become that partner that attracts the relationship that we want. and. It all started with the belief that there is a different way of doing relationships, that the model that you've had isn't the only model. 
And I think about learned helplessness. Martin Seligman, the psychologist, studied learned helplessness. And in their early research that they no longer do, they were using dogs and they would have a dog in a crate that had a divider and they would shock the floor on one side of the divider so that the dog would jump over, get on the other side, and then they would shock the floor on the other side and then the dog would jump over and then they'd shock the floor on that side and the dog would jump over and eventually they'd shock the floor and the dog doesn't move. Let me tell you, I have felt like that dog, right? I told you about my rock bottom moment. I felt like that dog. But instead of developing learned helplessness, learned hopelessness, helplessness, both work, what you can do instead is realize what if there's a different way of being, in the dog's case, a different environment where the shock on the floor is not normal. So some of you have laid down and you've accepted that the shock is just what dating is and that that's just what relationships are when, sure, that might be the easiest thing, right? Because there is some pain that you go through in changing your life. And what ends up happening is you just live in suffering, right? So it's pain extended over a long period of time of suffering, and you don't get what you want. And a lot of us in that scenario, we find other things to blame. We blame the dating pool, where we live, our childhoods, whatever, because it's very, it's this long-term suffering and we've become hopeless and we don't think there's any other way of being, right? But the alternative option is to say, well, what if there's a different way of being? What if there's a relationship model that feels good? What if there's a version of myself where I do attract a great relationship and I can build an incredible life with someone? What if that was available to me? Right? And then where the empowered, secure love program comes in or other mentors or any kind of coaching, whatever you decide to do, right? But a model, a framework to show you how to do something different, what happens is that reduces the time that it takes you to have a different outcome, right? So when we have the model and it's given to us and then we're shown how to get there, instead of it taking us 10 years, it could take us three months. Or instead of it taking us seven years, it could take us six months, right? When a model and a framework is given to us, it speeds up the time that it takes to make the change. So Once again, to circle all the way back to the beginning of this episode, no matter what your past is, no matter if you've never had a good relationship model, I do know that a healthy, securely attached relationship is available to you. And there are things that are within your control 
that you can change, that you can shift, that are going to allow you to attract that great relationship. So if you've been inspired, I obviously want to support you in making the decision to apply to the Empowered Secure Love Program. We do have limited spots in August. This is a great time to join the program. And I know that it will give you that framework that you need so that, yeah, it doesn't take you a decade, right? So that you can step into that securely attached version of you without having to do trial and error and and wait, right? I believe in helping women become that version of themselves as quickly as possible so that they don't have to waste their time on relationships that aren't going anywhere or just feeling off or feeling like you're not worthy, like you're not good enough, right? Like I want you to be in that confident, securely attached place ASAP. All right. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I know it's a little bit longer, but I think it was good. And of course, you know, I'm wishing you high self-worth and great relationships. Talk to you soon. You guys, thanks for tuning in. I really appreciate each and every one of you. The best way that you can thank me is by sharing this episode on Instagram, Facebook, and making sure that you tag me at Dr. Morgan Coaching. And it would really mean the world to me if you took just two minutes to leave me a five-star review on iTunes. This podcast is not free to produce. And the more that you help this little show grow, the more people will have access to this valuable information. So until next time, I'm wishing you high self-worth and great relationships. Thank you for being part of this community. 